When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me partner's group. Me mate Dave, I reckon he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Massive days racing tomorrow, obviously, headlined by the Caulfield Guineas. Dan O'Sullivan uh, has got a very, very significant chance in one of the most important races uh, on the Australian racing calendar. And he's been... Good enough to join us to tell us all about it. Daniel, uh, thanks for joining us on the show. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. How's, how's Barkley Square looking? Yeah, he's terrific. No, he's had uh, everything's gone to plan. You know, we've gone, we're four weeks between runs and uh, all his work's been as normal as you can get it. I didn't want anything you know, exceptional or anything worse and uh, everything's gone along um, you know, really well. Dan, good luck, first of all. Absolutely. Uh... No concerns with now hearing people suggesting Golden Mile was all out at the 1,400, got to step up to the mile. No concerns over the mile and no concerns over uh, a soft deck. We're on a soft seven at the moment, but no queries over the trip and the track as it stands? No, not, not for my bloke. No, he, he'll, be, he'll be strong. At the, he's uh, looking for the 1,600, no doubt. Um, he's never, he's, like he's on a soft seven, that's fine. We haven't been worse than that. So um, I hope the range, hopefully the range finished now. It's like blue sky up here at Ballarat at the moment. So hopefully it's all gone, gone way by. And I hope it doesn't get any wetter because just sometimes it gets wetter like that. They start getting off the fence and the races get messy and mm. you can be pretty unlucky. Pretty unlucky. The races, you know, the tracks are good and it's a it's a fair deck for everybody. Everyone seems seems to keep their lines better. Mm. Um, yeah, if someone wants to get out out wider, sometimes it can can make someone else be unlucky, just not us. So um, anyway, we've got to deal with that. That's right. Where where'd you get this bloke from? Is he who who uh, was he homebred or where where'd you pick this fella up from? Yeah, no, he, he's a homebred. Um, David Peacock, a quite a mine from Adelaide. Yep. He bred him. Um, I actually trained the mother, um, and he actually got very sick as a as a foal. He, he they didn't think he'd ever be a racehorse, uh, even in stages with the, whether he'd even live. Um, he went down to Mill Park there in South Australia, down at Meningi, down down on the uh, Limestone Coast, where they did a good job nursing him back to health and. Um, he got he got gelded as quite a young horse, and never went through a sale or anything like that. Um, and so yeah, David just sent him over to me and said uh, basically good luck. You got a big big gangly buggy here. See what you can do. And when you hear stories, because you know there were some stories flying around, Dan, that yeah you know, there was interest in in the horse from you know um, yeah, syndicates overseas, and you know you've got a pretty or you think you've got a pretty good one on your hands. How twitchy do you get about the prospect that you know the money coming for him might just be too good for the owner to refuse? Yeah, no. You, look, it's um, yeah, you, you do look. It even you get twitchy because it's making the horse worth a lot of money. Yeah, you know, it, adds, it adds more pressure to to what you what you're trying to do. Every time, every time you, you produce this bloke, you don't want to devalue him. Um, so you know any wrong move you make, any you know making sure you're walking through gates straight where you're not taking out hips or you know mm-hmm. stepping in potholes going up the track work all that sort of stuff it puts a new emphasis on all that um but you know david reassured me pretty early on that he wasn't going to sell him um he's got you know a lot of the family coming through still and um what he's what he would have made out of selling this horse overseas 
he he'll he'll recoup that by selling the progeny later on. So not not this bloke's progeny, but his sisters that he's yep. got, and another foal that the mothers are going to have and the daughters are going to have. So he'll still make good revenue out of uh, out of the progeny. Uh, who who are you? Uh, not most scared of, but who who are the uh, who are the main dangers to uh, to your bloke? You're the second favourite on the market, four dollars sixty golden mile. Godolphin, who are airborne at the moment, it is the favourite. But uh, who do you see as your main dangers? I fully respect Golden Miles. Uh, like his, his performance has been, been pretty good. He did a lot of work the other day to be, he was entitled to be a bit weak late, um, but he still did a lot of work early in the race. But look, a lot of respect to all the other horses coming through. Um, some of them will improve stepping up to the mile. You know, some have got blinkers added on. Um, a lot of these horses, this would be their target race, so they'll pick tomorrow. They'll probably improve off some of their past performances. So, uh, no, respect to the, the whole field, to be honest. Talking to Dan O'Sullivan about tomorrow's huge meeting at Caulfield for the Monopoly game at Macca's. It's back in full swing. you got C. Williams on board, Dan. He's, you know, as renowned a track walker and strategist and tactician as just about any jockey going around. Um, you'll be seven races deep into the meeting by the time you get there, so you'll have some idea as to if the track's playing a certain way. How much do you engage with, with Craig in terms of, you know, what you want to have done with the horse or do you just kind of leave it to him? No, he'll have all that sussed out. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, you know, he'll have his plans. He'll have plan A, B, C and D, you know. And uh, look, he knows the horse. I think it's, if, if there's something, you know, one of the things I got right, I got Craig on board pretty early. Yep. Um, and he's had nothing but positive feedback and very confident in the horse's ability. Uh, and as you say, there's no one does, you know, that, that's why him and the D Olivers and these folks are, are so good. They do all their homework. They walk the tracks. Uh, they handle pressure unbelievably well. Um, so I mean, probably time they go out to leave the mountain yard, go out, I'll be probably shaking in my boots and give right. a mess and say we call all, all calm and take it all in stride, you know? So, so how big have you been doing this? You've been in this caper for a long time, Dan. Am I right in saying of all the wins you've had, and you've had like 600 of them, have you ever had a Group 1 win as a trainer? No, no, I've never had a Group One winner as a trainer. Um, I think it's I think it's three Group Twos or four 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 Group Twos. I think three Group One placings, but um, I haven't been able to get that um, that one across the line. Yeah, so, what, um, what would it, it mean? Be, it, it, yeah, what would it mean to it's you? Like ask, ask, like asking a footballer what's it like to win a premiership. You know, right. it's just you can't. I don't think you can ever explain it until you get there, mm. uh, until you do it. So uh, it certainly be it'll, it'll be big, and it's you know I've been in, I've been I've been working as Cape since I was fifteen. Been training now for twenty two years. Um, and, um, you know, it would certainly be a big thing. And not, not only for me, but for, for my staff and for my family yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And, you, and, your, and your loyal supporters who have had horses with you all that time and, and had the faith in you. So it's not, it's not just about me. It's about, you know, everybody else. And um, even, you know, David could have sold the horse, um, you know, and they could have sent, get the horse to anyone else to train. But fortunately, it's landed on my place and we've been able to deliver, deliver the good so far. Uh, will you sleep? I know you trainers work pretty hard and sleeping's not usually difficult, but tonight might be different. Will you get plenty of sleep tonight or will you be up all night thinking about <laughs> Barclay Square just giving them a beating in the guineas? I'll, no doubt I'll toss and turn a few times, but uh, we might have, might have to have a few nerve settlers tonight Ooh, to make yeah, things... Like it. Uh, yeah, to, to to you know, make sure I get a good night's sleep. But um, no, we'll be up and about tomorrow. It's, it's certainly a big day, and um, just to, nice to get him on the float and get down there safely. And um, you know, that's all. That's always a big one for me. Get, just the, the the drive down from Ballarat to we get down there to that Melbourne traffic. And no one cares what's on the back of the float. You know, the boys cutting in front of you, cutting you off, all that sort of stuff. That drives me pretty mad. But. They're the things I'll think about between now and then. Get out of Dan O'Sullivan's way if you're on the road. You'll have thousands with you, mate. Good luck tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.